ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gun Racks Nord Desert Institute School of Fire Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper. Folks call me Joey, and with me we have one Drew Poplin. Drew Poplin. That was minor key, Drew Poplin. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. I, I sometimes I scare myself, to be entirely <laughs> honest with you. Uh, we're excited to be with you guys today. If you hear a little bit of echoing in the background, that's because Drew and I are once again in the same locale, the same location, um, which happens to be my dining room table in a room that's a little echoey. Bear with us. The nice thing is the uh, my microphone game has, has much improved. I listened back to the most recent published episode and was like, woof, I need to get that fixed. So we're working on that. But uh, we're here, we're here together, and we have something interesting to talk about, which probably will not thrill you guys, but it's, uh, it's important nonetheless, so we're going to talk about it. Um, but before we do that, uh, we have some Drew's Clues to work through. We gotta tell you about this lovely school. I have a secret hidden shout out in here. I'm, I'm, yeah, I didn't tell Drew about it because it was too funny not to. Ooh. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. First, let's. What was last week's answer to Drew's clues? All right. Well, so quick shout out to Seth who got last week's answer correctly, um, and it is the Labelle model eighteen eighty six. Now this week, this American six shot single action revolver first entered production in nineteen fifty five. It's estimated to have sold four million units. And a final clue, think of the hockey player Patrick Kane. Think of his team. Yes. For the four of you who watch hockey, that pretty much gives it away uh, right there. It's actually a pretty classic uh, revolver in the industry. (laughs) I'll I'll add a further hint. They always seem to go on sale right around Christmas time. At least (laughs) I've found them to, to frequently be on sale right around Christmas time. Um, so that's some, that's some fun for you there. So before we we get into the meat of today's topic and my fun little shout out, um, let's talk just a little bit about what else but Sonoran Desert Institute. It was either going to be SDI or ZipFizz. Um, so let's talk about well, SDI. Well, ZipFizz hasn't returned our calls. ZipFizz has not returned my many, many, many calls. And... Uh, there haven't been a lot of them. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I said many. It's it's more like none. But <laughs> just because I haven't called them doesn't mean they shouldn't know that I'm here. Uh, and actually, our our fun little shout out uh, deals with that very topic. Isn't that a fun teaser? I just watched Drew's soul leave his body through his eyeballs. I'm a bit nervous. Yeah. Um, but seriously, let's talk about Sonoran Desert Institute for a moment. 
Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school that focuses primarily, at the moment anyway, on firearms technology and unmanned technology, I say at the moment. None of that's going anywhere. We're just a school that loves to grow. Uh, We are accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission. Um, We offer currently two certificate programs and one degree program. We have the Certificate of Unmanned Technology Aerial Systems, that's the C-U-T-A-S. We have the Certificate in Firearms Technology Gunsmithing, C-F-T-G. We have the Associate of Science Technology program, uh, that is the A-S-F-T. I don't know why I choked up halfway there, A-S-F-T. And uh, if you are interested in any of those, if you want to take your gunsmithing knowledge to that next level uh, through formal education, SDI might just be for you. Uh, If you want to learn more about either the School of Firearms Technology or the School of Unmanned Technology, go on and hop over to our website, sdi.edu. You can check out our many programs, and by many, I mean three. And uh, you can see which one is right for you during normal office hours for our school. uh, There should be a live chat option available to you guys. If you're interested, you can talk with an admissions rep right away. They are the, uh, we love them. They're great people. So feel free to drop them a hello. And uh, drop them hello is not a phrase, is it? Feel free to say hello to these (laughs) kind people. Uh, as and uh, we would love to have you be a part of the SDI family, really truly. Check out sdi.edu. Okay, so a lot of you who have listened to the podcast for a while, looking at you, Eli specifically, um, are familiar with uh, about, I don't know. Three, four to six months ago, we talked about my doing theater a little bit. Um, we did a couple of mentions in there, here or there. Uh, if you don't know, and I could start talking about things that aren't just SDI anymore for reasons we can expound upon shortly. <laughs> when has um, that ever stopped us? <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, so with, wow, okay, outside of normal business hours, Uh, I do a lot of theater work. Uh, I do some regional theater. Um, It's kind of like community theater, but with comically small paychecks involved. Which is more than most. Which is more than most people. Yes, I'm very proud of those comically small paychecks. That's I say that not as a dig, but as a holy smokes. Um, I love the people that I work with. Um, But the only reason I say that is because... Uh, I was at a rehearsal this week and I was approached by a friend of mine um, and she said, hey, and this this is why Zipfiz should have found us already. My husband, uh, who I've hung out with on three total occasions so far, he's wonderful, um, found your podcast. He's not the kind of person I would think would like our podcast, so I was surprised by that. But apparently... Uh, my friend came home from rehearsal or work or whatever, and uh, her husband, I'm trying not to name drop everybody mm-hmm. since I didn't tell them I was putting it on here, uh, started quietly playing it on Alexa. Uh, so my voice was just slowly pulsing <laughs> through the house, and then every time that Kelly complained, damn it, I, I did her name anyway, <laughs> um, the volume would be increased 
very slightly each time. <laughs> um, that is how it was explained to me. That might not be exactly how it fell, but uh, someone got the gun rack bombed in their home via Alexa, which is th- probably the best way to tell you guys that you can listen to the gun rack on Alexa. Um, I didn't know that, but I guess everyone else, I don't like those little in-home smart devices. No, I don't trust them. They listen to you constantly. It's creepy. And the people that have them normally, I could almost roll with Apple because their privacy practices are literally changing the industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like Amazon and Google, they're big companies that are ultra creepy. And we work in marketing, so we know exactly how creepy they are because that information comes to us. Um, but if you do have one, if that's the call you want to make, uh, feel free to, uh, the gun rack bomb, your friends, Mm. your family, uh, that, that weird uncle of yours that likes a football team. No one else likes if you have a Washington commanders fan uncle, um, feel free to the gun rack bomb them at any given time. And also pray for them because obviously they're going through something and they need some help. They're having a hard time. But the point is. Uh, Kelly, who I accidentally outed, and her husband, whose uh, privacy integrity I have secured. Uh, way to go. Well, and, we, uh, we, we have to protect our listeners. Yes. Uh, I accidentally have name-dropped two people so far on the show over the course of it. So I'm not trying to dox anyone else. Mm-hmm. But uh, feel free to do that more frequently and in different places. Bring your Alexa to the mall. Ooh. Maybe that's the next step. You leave it at like a a, a shoot. What is it? Foot Locker. <laughs> Stick it in the corner of the Foot Locker with their complimentary one bar Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. You have to go through four steps to validate, and you fire that thing off in the corner. That won't make anyone upset. Not at all. At all. It's it's proven to be a good time. For yeah. Everyone involved. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to the Foot Locker, you're not having a good day to start. Because either you work at the Foot Locker, or or you need shoes, but you have thirteen dollars. Uh, there's not a lot of other reasons to go to the Foot Locker. I don't know why we're Foot Locker bombing uh, this. They've had it coming for a while. They've That's been, honestly they've been resting yeah. on their laurels for too long. They now. have. They you know, um, you go out there and you're trying to get my favorite scene in all of Bob's Burgers. Um, which is a TV show for those of you who are unaware. Um, it's a poor family, and you can tell they're a poor family because one of the kids in the show needs shoes, and they go all the way back to that horrific bargain wall where they just make no oh. attempt to clean it or keep it organized. So you get like a combat boot next to a high heel, and they're in the same box somehow, and they're the same size, so you know someone else bought the other set. Yeah. And they're just hoping someone else will make it happen. It's hard times out there. For for both the workers of the Mighty Foot Locker, and uh, and for those who have to patronize them, mm. that that brought back <laughs> a lot of memories to my childhood. A lot of Van's shoes were purchased at the Foot Locker. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I love me. I still love Van's. Like I, I haven't bought a pair in. Actually, I bought. I got some for Christmas last year. That my bad. Yep, yep. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um any boy who likes to sing about his feelings has a pair of bands somewhere. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's just science, honestly. I don't think they knew that I did singing. 
The Vance people? No, the audience. Oh, yeah, no, Drew Drew's singing. You might not want to look it up, though. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's but. interesting. Um, I We have scheduled the giveaway of the root beer in question um, last week or the week before. Uh, it's actually going to be my uh, final act in office to hint at what's coming. Um, but if anyone goes and looks up some of Drew's music and gives us a thorough review... We will send root beer in your direction. I will drive it to you. That's not true. I won't. Do that. <laughs> I will drive it to you if you happen to be within ten minutes of my home, and I mean ten minutes of walking. Um, otherwise, it's going to get shipped to you. But root beer will come. Uh, we'll take an essay of. I need at least a hundred words. I think mm-hmm. like a good paragraph. Um, topic sentence, at least two or three supporting sentences. Uh, don't use the words in conclusion. Uh, for those of you who are not already at SDI, uh, don't do that. Bad writing mechanics. Um, yeah. And if you give a, a five-star review, um, we might even throw a decent drink in there instead of old root beer. I can't promise anything, but... You, you can't know. promise anything, and also, how dare you? Old root beer is my father. <laughs> I don't drink soda, but, you know older beer um yeah and by the way we mean five-star review of drew not the podcast don't be ridiculous we'll take either though Uh, yeah we'll take we'll take five-star reviews for our podcast um anyway this is a uh a fun circuitous podcast but it is time to make an announcement that uh those of us here at the school has known have known for a couple of weeks now um and it's time to break it to you fine people here um tomorrow we're recording this on the 29th um tomorrow is going to be my this is joey uh very last uh day as a full-time employee at sdi um i got a what can really only be referred to as a godfather offer um, from from a, uh, a wonderful startup um, that uh, I'm, I won't plug here because I don't think uh, Steve would be elated with me doing so. Uh, Probably not. That, uh, that needs someone to, to take their content marketing system, which is what I do here, right? I'm a content marketing specialist and... Uh, you know, manage with Drew and our freelancers um, and, and basically take their their content marketing and, and revamp it and turn it into its own department. Um, and uh, it's just a really good opportunity. And uh, it was a good enough opportunity that I did not feel like I could say no. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It's pretty life changing in a lot of ways. Still get to work from home. Um Still, uh, still get to do the things I love, which is marketing and the creation and publication of content, but I will not be with SDI full time and I cannot overstate, uh, for those of you who have, cause I know we have a few employees that listen to the podcast. Um, I cannot overstate how grateful I am to have been here. I've worked with SDI for, I started as a, like a probationary contracty dude, which a lot of companies do. 
like attempt to hire kind of thing. Um, in 2018, towards the end of July 2018, so it's been over four years I've been here. Um, it's the longest I've been anywhere. Part of that's because I'm younger, but um, it's it's just been a wonderful place to be. Uh, I've made some incredible friends. We've had some incredible content uh, people come on the show, and from that we've actually made even more friendships. Uh, Jake Burden, who... Uh, Jake, if you're hearing this, because I know you listen sometimes, uh, expect to hear something from me before I leave on Friday, because I want to reach out to you and, and just thank you for all you've done for the podcast. Kip Carpenter, same. I am so, so grateful uh, for the time and effort you both have put in to this, uh, to this show and to this marketing department. And for our listeners out there, they do those things because they care about you guys. That's not a cliche. Uh, Kip Carpenter does this podcast for two reasons. One is because he loves uh, Jennifer McInnes, who is my boss's boss now. She was my boss for the first three years I worked here. Um, and the other reason is because he loves the students and potential students so much that the idea of uh, taking two hours of his week quite a few times, actually, before we were done here, it didn't even bat an eye. Um, he's our master gunsmith. That dude keeps busy. Uh, same for Jake, uh, who we've watched go from part-time faculty uh, all the way to um, financial services. He's here full-time with us now. Um, we've had a couple of guys. I'll give a shout-out to David Baz, who I don't think uh, even listens to this podcast right now. But back when we were doing our testimonials the very first time, I did a testimonial interview with him and he said you know what do you guys have any openings and now he teaches here mm. as a graduate which is really cool um he works with i believe he still works with Armstadt arms out of the charlotte area in north carolina but he might have changed that i haven't caught up with him in a long time anyway david thank you uh theo who hosted this podcast a few times uh and guest starred quite a bit uh, thank you very much. About this time last year, he was publishing some stuff uh, with us, and that was an absolute blessing. Um, same with uh, Patrick, um, who guested quite a few times. I'm trying to think of... I just want to be sure I'm thanking everyone. Uh, Caleb Tillery, of course, also hosted a few times. Um, Caleb Downing, who does a lot of our SDI grad advice. Um Steve Ross has come on a few times. Jennifer's come on a few times. Simona, we love you so much. I'm going to miss you enormously. Um, Chris Ross, who got hired the same day I did. We've been together since quite literally day one. Um, it's been an amazing time, and I'm going to miss it so, so much. Um, I, I My heart is very full. And I... In case you're not getting this <clears throat> um, from from what I'm saying already, this is a uh, about as happy a parting as I could possibly imagine between myself and another company. Uh, they uh, could not, uh, Steve and Jennifer both could not have been uh, more warm and happy about my telling them that, you know, I wanted to take that next step in my career and that I found a really great place to do it. They were so supportive and wonderful and uh drew is actually going to pick up a lot of that uh 
slack. He's kind of kicking into gear, uh, moving from probation to full-time stuff, and then kind of this next step, and Chris Ross is going to do the same. Um, it's just a lot of change going on, and uh, while I'm going to miss you guys, I think a lot of it's good, not only for me, but for you guys, too. Um, now that we've got all that out of the way, there's some very good news. Um, uh, Steve and Jennifer, who is the director of marketing and then the vice president of growth and marketing, uh, I don't want to be gone from the outdoor industry completely, or at least the firearms industry. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I started out as a blogger slash sort of reporter, kind of that, you know, that Huff Post vibe, which is not a publication I would personally recommend, <laughs> but that vibe of like not quite news, not quite blog, that was kind of the space I was in uh, for a while. And then I went to reporting on firearms news and concealed carry news um, for a while. That was my shtick for a while before I got here. So I've been in and, and back when I first started in that not quite news, not quite blog space, uh, Firearms Tech was kind of my uh, uh, Second Amendment stuff was my corner, right? It was a lot of political stuff. Um, I talked about firearms in history, and that was my main thing. So I've been in the outdoor and or firearms industry for my entire career to date. It's been a while. Um, and... I didn't want to let that go fully. This new place I'm going to, uh, while they are incredible and I'm so excited, are not in that space. So when I was considering how to break to Jennifer and Steve that I was leaving, one of the things that occurred to me to ask was to offer to kind of create a contract between myself and SDI to stay on in a, in a very part-time capacity specifically to do the podcast um, and then also write um, we're, we're currently hashing this out so uh, I, I have signed it they have not signed it um, also write about a piece a month for you guys on the blog as well um, Steve and Jennifer were both immediately on board with that there's been some uh, back and forth as as contracts generally work out, and obviously I'm not going to spell all that out here, but uh, they've been incredibly supportive. It's just, you know, logistics for contracts is a whole thing. But uh, I will say that the contract has been written um, in principle. Uh, we, we seem to agree on what's going on. Um, I have signed it on my end. It's actually with them for review. They both happen to live in Florida, so uh, they got the snot beaten out of them last mm -hmm. night, as I'm sure you guys know. Uh, but I am hoping to have that done here before I leave on Friday. Um, so there's a very good chance that my announcing that I'm leaving doesn't have any impact on this podcast at all, like even for a single week, which would be so very cool and nice. Even if it does, um, assuming that this contract that we've all kind of agreed to in theory pans out, um, and it should, um, we're, you know, we're going to miss like a week or two and then be right to our regularly scheduled programming. And if that happens, you still got Drew here. So we're still all having a good time. Uh, yeah, so it's been 
it should be really good for you guys because actually it gives me a little bit more time to focus on the podcast than I would be otherwise. Um, yeah, we're going to, Drew and I are going to keep doing our normal thing and, uh, it's, we're really blessed to be able to do that and, uh, share all of this with you guys. Um, there've been, uh, there've been some really great moments over the years. The podcast is three years old as of six days ago, actually. I forgot to mention it um, in the last episode, but I, st- I launched it on September 23rd, officially launched it on September 23rd of 2019. Um, we have published, including this one, how many episodes have we published? Yeah, and this is 124. 124. And there's some mini-sodes in there, so it's probably even a little bit more than that. Um, we, it, you know, we were up and down a little bit in terms of quantity for a while, but we're kind of out weekly now. This one's obviously coming out late, but that's because we had this news going Mm. on and I was trying to get the contract done so I could say things more definitively. Um, and, uh, I feel kind of bad for like half putting it out there, but we, I feel confident enough at where we are to tell you guys that, uh, you know, pretty confident we'll be continuing pretty seamlessly from here on um but uh yeah three years this podcast has been around uh we've had some great episodes we've had some episodes where you guys are probably like woof um if there are don't tell me about them i'm very fragile um i think the top two or three if you've not listened to them uh the firearms draft which actually we had a, an email in about uh, about that episode, which is funny because it's from way back in April, um, about how enjoyable that was for one of our listeners, which we really enjoyed. We actually, back when we published it, got a lot of positive feedback on that one, and it was just fun to do. So if you've not listened to that, uh, that'd be worth your time. There's top 10 ber- first, but best first beginner handguns, according to me. That is our all-time most popular episode. I think it's about to break 700 downloads, which is preposterous for our tiny little operation. Um, and uh, trying to think of some of the other big ones. We've had some really good history episodes. We had a one-take constitution. That was a lot. Um, we've had a lot of good opportunities here. And uh, there's a lot of content uh, that that we would love you guys to hop back and, and listen through. Uh, a lot of top tens and top fives, which I know you guys tend to like. Um, and you guys can expect more of that in the future, even if something crazy happens and I'm not here. Uh, Drew will be here to take care of you guys. And Drew will be... Not, not much of our dynamic will change. Drew's been doing a lot of the organizing of these episodes already. Um, but he'll be kind of the, the point man for getting this stuff done and I'll come and co-host, but dynamic should be good. We're still here to have a good time. And, uh, one of the nice things about being able to be outside and in is that a lot of the stuff that I wouldn't be able to otherwise say, I can say now. Um, so like as a full-time employee of SDI, I can't say, um, I can't endorse any particular product, uh, but Joey can <laughs> and, and has many times uh, to to my little following of gun peeps. 
Um, so while it's not going to be, you know, radically different, but, uh, I get to, uh, take the safety off on some of that, uh, some of that stuff that, that I've been holding back on. I'm very excited to do Joey that. Joey upper unchained. Unhinged, Joey. <laughs> Goblin mode. Um, why do you think I'm coming after Foot Locker now? you got to start <laughs> off with strong volleys. Um, the, uh, next will be my campaign against... Um, against the concept of those little espresso beans that are covered only in dark chocolate because why would you compliment a bitter flavor with a bitter flavor get the hell out of here yeah I said hell what are you gonna do Oh no! What are you I, gonna do, Drew? I actually you like. You gonna it. fire me on tomorrow? <laughs> I, I can't do that. I know. Yeah, you couldn't do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, still, you're you know, you're kind of my supervisor. So that's true. I got another twenty four hours of glory. Um, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna make Drew send out a bunch of really mean tweets or something. Mm. Um. I'm trying to think of a fun social media post to, to walk out the door with. I think it's going to be the Donald Duck and Goofy Let Me See Your War Face from Full Metal Jacket. Have you seen that? Yes. It's where, so... where, like, they replace the voices. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be it. I need to check and see if it's safe for work, because obviously, while I may be unhinged, uh, the school is not unhinged. Mm. So... Um, we're still going to have a lot of fun, is the point, you guys. It was a little meandering. Um, and uh, we're going to be able to create some really fun content for you guys. I'm going to be able to go, um, as, you know, again, assuming that all of this, you know, this stuff that we've kind of agreed to um, preemptorily comes through. I'm going to be able to go do some training things to share with you. Because, like, that Recondo tactical, it's another one you should listen to, review. Uh, we did uh, is one of our most popular and uh, I I would be so love to be able to just go out and bring those things back to share with you guys and be able to tell you here's you know this is worth your time try this this might not you know you might need a better investment of your time elsewhere for X Y or Z um, really excited for the opportunities this opens up yeah. but I agree with that actually I think uh, oftentimes when you work in a profession uh, that happens to coincide with a passion of yours, yeah, sometimes that passion can fade. So if anything, I'm excited to see what uh, what content Joey's going to bring now that he's not you know day in day out surrounded by the industry when he goes out just on his own uh, for fun or um, you know, maybe less frequently than he is has been currently. I think it'll. I think it'll uh, yield some awesome stuff, and I'm excited to see a unhinged, unchained, revitalized Joey Upper. Yes. on the gun rack. Toast is on full goblin mode. Um, the yeah, and I think that's fair to say. And like, just to be clear, my. You know, my love for firearms never went anywhere. But it's different when you spend all your time in it, right? Mm. Um, I think the best example of that, we went to a range day in March. And we're with, um, we have media tags um, and exhibitor tags because we're with SDI. And uh, people aren't even batting an eye as uh, 
240 Bravos going off and um, there's all this automatic fire and whatnot. And I remember listening to everything and thinking that it was so normal when it's just face melting any any mm-hmm. like people are walking into this you know thing off the street and their their minds are exploding and that's how it should be mm-hmm. like there's a uh, you know I have and always will love this but there's a certain amount of uh of of wonder that uh I think we can bring back and uh, <laughs> as I told uh one of the uh I can't remember who it was on the way out. Oh, I also wanted to put a thank you out there for Tracy Lee, who is mm. the president of SDI, uh, who's just a wonderful human being. Um, we actually had a really great conversation. Um, to call it an exer- exit interview is probably even a bit much. We just had a conversation on the way out. She's just the best, guys. Um, sometimes you, you think of those people and, you know, when I think of a president of a school, I think of mahogany chairs and mm. uh, favoritism, <laughs> like you know, all the awful things about a school wrapped up in the highest level. It's just in the case. She's the best. Um, and uh, not to dunk on her too hard, but we had that exit interview and she was giving me the absolute fullest boomer zoom angle Uh for like her face was like oh yeah, yeah, yeah like up and over her camera in in the it was great it was absolute gold uh tracy i will miss you very much i know i already said that but um there <laughs> well i told one of them uh that i can write about these these wonderful firearms things we do and i will always appreciate that opportunity i never want to take it for granted um, or I can afford to do all these fiber services <laughs> that we do. Yeah, CI takes great care of its employees. Please do not mistake us at all. They're, you know, they take care of their employees. We're actually an employee-owned company. They really do right by us. But uh, an opportunity like this really, I mean, it really uncorks a lot of potential to, and that stuff that I just, the only thing I want to do with it is bring it right back around with you guys. So hoping to be able to share some really fun stuff with you. Um, I might buy a horse. I don't know. I probably won't buy a horse. I only have two acres. I feel like that's not enough for a horse. It could be, be for a miniature. Yeah, they have those like miniature horses. Or like a stick horse. Like wh- like a stuffed horse head with a stick in it. Oh, I thought you were talking about like one of those that like is made out of like some two by fours and you just I could also do that. I could get a saw horse. Ooh. I think I have two saw horses. Is the pro for horses high? Two saw horse eye. Listen, it's been a while since I've been in that realm. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, the current currency is for uh, horse and horse related items are. Yeah. Uh, so we'll. I'll have to get back to you on that one. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. I know this is not super firearm centric, but uh, it's it's gun rack centric. It is very gun rack centric. Um, uh, one of the things I was so worried about when I told them that I was going to leave is that I would lose the gun rack specifically. And when Tracy asked me um, why I was still wanting to do this, you know, thing, and um, I was like, the gun rack's my baby. Um, it's, you know, it belongs to SDI, but it's also a little bit mine. So uh, that they were so willing to let me keep talking with you guys uh makes my heart so happy um with that 
Let's kick it over to Tales from the Range. Yes, sir. So once again, the story comes from snipershide.com, and this is from user KIR. Um, and this is a tale about father and son. So I want to share it with you. When my 13-year-old son came to visit, I took him out shooting. But I first loaded the Ruger single six that he was going to shoot with with blanks, then handed him the pistol. Goblin mode. Goblin mode, indeed. He could not hit any of the soda can targets I had set up, which, you know, obviously, because, you know, it was blanks. So I teased him about it, then reloaded with real ammo. I aimed at a can in the middle and knocked off a can on each side of my intended target, which, that's pretty impressive. Uh, So he says, naturally, I took it in stride and told him, there, two for one. And... The reason I wanted to share that story, you know, father and son, is we may have any number of fathers out there listening to the show uh, who are bringing up young men and young women into this world. And when it comes to the stuff like the friendly competition between parent and child, I just want to encourage you, make them earn it. Make them earn it and... If that requires you to cheat like K-I-R did, then all the better. Because, remember, you're the parent. They need to know who's in charge. Yes. Folks, it's been a heck of a run. If you never hear from me again, which would pretty much take a bolt of lightning to make that happen, Mm. uh... I'm so grateful for you guys and all the time that you spend listening to my weird nasally baritone and Drew's weird congested baritone, um, which which frequently, together we have a normal voice. We do, and they they are like one pitch off, so it's kind of like playing a piano without knowing how to play a piano. It's a disaster. This podcast is a disaster. There's no other word for it. <laughs> we should just blow it all up and start over again with like <laughs> the run gag. Um. Which is the anti-hero gun podcast. We could just be a Zip Fizz centric. We could be Zip Fizz centric. Uh, We could call it the palpitation. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Because our hearts. Yeah. Just our hearts sound like Paul Revere trying to warn (laughs) a bunch of colonists. Um. All right, folks. We'll let you go, but. Have fun out there. We will see you at the range and get ready for a whole new season of The Gun Rack. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.